This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. All right. Uh, Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast, thanking the marksman as always for doing such a great job. Hey, come on now. I am excited. This is David Teal, my son, slash our son, meaning mom gets some credit. <laughs> she should get some credit. She yeah. should get some Hopefully. credit. But you were making yeah. fun of me earlier because I yeah. said our son. Why, why are you making it, fun it just of me? It sounded funny because we're only three people in the room. And so you went from <laughs> my son to our son. Yeah. So unless I really yeah. misunderstand the concept of marriage or biology <laughs> and Mark is somehow involved, then... You then thought, I, I, yeah, yeah it I made think it sound I'm your like, son. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. you are my son. son. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm glad to clear that up. We're going to have a great time, obviously, um, because if anybody can ever, you know, keep somebody straight, it's going to be their son. <laughs> it's the father son dynamic. Um, and we're going to apparently talk about pineapples at some point. Oh, no, we're no, not. No, no. We're going to talk about the dangers of the mission field, like uh-huh. eye injuries and yep, things like yep, that. Yep, yeah, yep, for yeah. sure. Totally. All right. Definitely. All right. So here's the deal. We are going to for sure talk about, um, man, I'm just so proud of David. Now I want to, I want to set this up. I've had Samantha on the show. She did about a half year mission, uh, trip in net in the Netherlands and Romania had her on the show. Mom slash Chris has been on the show, but not as my like guest, but mm-hmm. as guest host, co-host. co-host thank mm-hmm. you. See, I know, I know you'd keep me straight. Uh, have not had Jessica, who is our middle daughter, my middle daughter. Wait, so I'm, I'm, see, see uh, I know it's hurting. Not it's mine. Not no. yours. Not yours. My uh, middle daughter uh, or middle child, Jessica. We've not had her on the show yet, or her husband Jordan. So you're kind of, I guess, the second one to. Get the call. Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. It's it's exciting for me. It may not be for you. But here's um, what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about you've been a missionary like straight out of high school basically I yep. mean, for four years. Yeah. A little yeah. bit time kind of at home for a little while. But yeah. four years, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about that. I want you to tell people what you're doing now. Uh, maybe we'll have time to go back and talk about some of your earlier mission work. Um, but it's really exciting, and I want you to tell people about SBS and YWAM, mm-hmm. um, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me what you do. And I would trade my – and I had an amazing education, like college education at Oral Roberts University, studied Bible, studied all the other stuff. But what you've been studying in four years, I would trade like as soon as possible to have all that – so tell us about SBS. Well, tell tell us, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I uh, I work with Youth with a Mission or YWAM, which is a Christian nonprofit organization that is really just focused on empowering and equipping, uh, yeah, people as uh, they maybe go into ministry or yeah. as they just go on to do college or go on to yeah go back to do ministry in the normal work field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really just focus on yeah, getting to disciple people so that they can yeah, get to share the love of God uh, in a brighter, brighter way, basically. Yeah, and YWAM is <clears throat> like all over the world. Yeah, 
Yeah, all over. All right, the world. let's let's back up. Since you've been doing this for four years, you uh-huh. went to Johnson High School here in yeah. San Antonio, um, and then you decided. Tell us about your decision, even to go instead of like the college route right away mm-hmm. or anything. Uh, what kind of call did you feel like God was saying, no, I want you to do this, and why? How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think just growing up, I, I kind of constantly switched into like, uh, yeah, switched into the different things that I thought I could do. So one moment I thought, oh, I'd, I'd love to be a physical therapist, and the next oh, I thought, yeah. oh, I'd love to do graphic design, which both of those things were really interesting to me, and I thought I'd be good at it. And I yeah, think you I would. Still, you would. still would be, yeah. Um, <laughs> But then as, 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 a, as I was a junior and going into senior year and just thinking about um, my future yeah. and, uh, and praying about that, I just yeah, I didn't really feel peace about going into yeah, university or, or college now. I like how you um, say university. I know. I tried to switch it. <laughs> no way. That, that was your just European habit. It's just influence. Habit. Yeah. And we're so glad you're here on holiday as well. <laughs> Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the European yeah. influence. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. so I, I caught that. Yeah, university. I know. And I caught it too, just too late. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just as, as I was praying about it and just thinking, oh, well, I, I do love graphic design, but I also do love physical therapy. What, yeah, what would I want to study? I, I just didn't, didn't feel peace yeah. about doing that right right now right right out of high school yeah um and i i, I wasn't really sure why because both were interesting but right just didn't really feel peace about it and so then uh after that then i just felt like okay well i i have some quite a bit of cousins i feel like have For done real? ywam i mean i i've counted before but i, I want to say three to five i don't know quite I mean, a bit yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think yeah. of who. Maybe we'll get back to it later. Yeah, but yeah. a bunch. I would guess on the five side. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even more. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. And so I, growing up, I, I heard about YWAM and heard, uh, yeah, just about all the cool things uh, that it offers. And also, I've, I've seen the change in people's lives mm. as they've gone into YWAM, one person, and then leave just being a completely different person. And that's because of them getting to discover the love of God. And yeah. uh, so then I think for me, I really felt like, oh man, then I, I don't feel peace about doing university now, but uh, yeah, what I really would love to invest in is just my relationship with God as I'm leaving high school and about yeah. to enter into the rest of my life, yeah. adult, adulthood, then I'd really love to have a foundation on, on Christ. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I felt like, okay, well then maybe, maybe it'd be a great time to, to do YWAM. And then uh, at the time, then I thought, okay, yeah, then I'll, I'll do, yeah, college after. University. University after, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah well, um, I'm, I'm interested to hear a little bit more just because I'm thinking like somebody who's watching may have a 16, 17, or 18-year-old that is kind of on track for, okay, well, they're going to go to college or they're going to go into the military mm-hmm. or they're going to go to trade school or they're going to do this or mm-hmm. that. And as uh, at least as the parents hearing, it's like, oh, there's there's other options, yeah. and they're pretty exciting options. And YWAM is all around the world, so I want you to remind me. Yeah. Um, you could have gone a lot of places. You could have. There's one YWAM base basically in Texas, right? Yeah, there, there's there's a couple, there's a, but there's okay. one really big one in okay. Tyler. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. And there's places <clears throat> in California, in Colorado, uh-huh. and other places, but. 
Tell me about deciding to go like abroad, going to Europe. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember the process. I'm yeah, a bad that's, parent. that's okay. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it is it is cool because YWAM is just a, a huge organization. So, like you right. said, I mean, there's probably a couple bases in every state, and then there's, uh, I mean, several bases in what feels like almost every country not not quite yeah uh but that's how it how it feels so all across europe africa south america it's crazy Asia. yeah it's i mean it's, if, it's crazy yeah, yeah. and if it's, you haven't heard of ywam youth with a mission yeah. i mean you just would think what but it's everywhere yeah yeah, yeah. Right. and it's it's very very international it's not just americans yeah. or north americans going to these different countries but wherever you go it's just a beautiful mixture of just uh, different people from yeah different areas and uh, different tongues, different nations, whatever. Uh, it's just a cool, cool picture of yeah. the body of Christ. Um, and so I, I knew that YWAM was had had uh, bases. That's what we just call our different locations. Bases. Right. YWAM has bases all over the the world. And yeah. so then I, I went to YWAM's website and. I, growing up, I, I played a lot of soccer. Ugh. Love soccer. Um, time and- out, time out, time out. Come on. I, <laughs> you're laughing because I'm a dad. Yeah, yeah you I'm are. a dad. Yeah. I am a dad. And uh, you were a great, I'm sorry, you were a great soccer player and a great athlete. I, yeah. I'll leave it at that. You had some mad soccer skills. I'll leave it at that. Um, gosh. Yeah, you were a great soccer player. Okay, I'm done. That's my dad moment for yeah. that aspect. Yeah. Go on, go yeah. on. And so also what's cool about YWAM, because there are so many locations and uh, within those locations, so many different discipleship schools, then a lot of a lot of schools have different focuses. So some schools uh, might be focused on media or some schools might yeah. be focused on even acting or dance. So people or yeah, students who are wanting to really get to know God, but also yeah. get to know him in the context of yeah, one of these spheres in a way, yeah. uh, then they have a wonderful opportunity. And so I, growing up playing a lot of sports, but also a lot of soccer, then, uh, did, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do uh, a school that, yeah, focus on God, of course, but then also get to learn how to take God and then how to take that to yeah. uh, others in the context of like sport ministry. That's funny. I um, kind of forgot that. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so then on YWAM's website, you, uh, yeah, they have a little search bar and you can kind of put in whatever you want. There's even schools that also, uh, fits for like people who want to become a barber or, wow. uh, there's also schools that have like, uh, surfing is involved yeah. and that's part of the ministry as they reach other surfers. And so it's super cool. So yeah. because I, I played a lot of soccer, then I, I think I, I either put in soccer or sports something. And so then yeah. when I put that in, then yeah, probably 10, 15 different locations came <clears> up because <throat> all those places have sports ministry or soccer ministry. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's like a, a place in Orlando, a place in uh, Uganda, a place in, Chile, I think, and yeah. then also uh, a place in in England, and those are the four that really stood stood out wow. to me yeah. uh, the most. And I think the place in Chile, I thought, oh, that's great because it was really focused on soccer. And then uh, Orlando just felt like, oh, that's cool because it, they also have a huge uh, like sport 
complex, basically, okay. uh, where they run a lot of ministry out of. And then Uganda also had a similar uh, sports complex. And uh, then really what stood out to me yeah. with, with England is because growing <laughs> up, growing up uh, playing so much soccer, then, yeah. I mean, how many mornings did I wake up at 6.30 to Absolutely. watch a Saturday Saturday morning soccer game. True, uh, true. Yeah. Not just any team, though. Yeah, not just any team, but Liverpool. I'm yeah. a huge, huge <laughs> Liverpool fan. Yeah. You are, yeah. 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 So you. So did that help your decision to go to – it's Harpenden, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's in a tiny town of just uh, – I forget if it's like nine or 15,000. It's, it's a, a tiny town of okay. nine to 15,000. Uh, people. The town is called Harpenden. Uh, it's like a, it's a 30 minute, uh, 30, 45 minute drive northwest of London. So it's not, not That's far. pretty close. Yeah. It's, it's pretty close. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get, you didn't get, did you get to go to any Liverpool games? Not any Liverpool games. No. But you went to. No. So then there's uh Harpenden is right next to another town called Luton. Okay. Uh, and yeah, there we went to. I, I went to two or three games, which was uh, pretty great because if you know soccer and know English soccer, the the fans are just so into it. And this this club uh, was in like the second or third division, which okay. then just makes it that 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 much more uh, like genuine. I don't know. It's very yeah. authentic. It's yeah, not all about the money. It's people are there for for the game. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when yeah. you were in Harpenden, so as I look back and that was a while ago, you've done a lot and we're going to yeah. be talking about what you're doing with SBS school of biblical studies. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about your new role with that. And I want people to understand like what SBS is because you don't just go to SBS, you mm-hmm. go to DTS, yeah. which is what discipleship Dis- training school. Yeah. And that's where you start with YWAM. Yeah. yeah. So, and your DTS in Harpenden was kind of a sports focus, but mm-hmm. in my brain, I don't remember like a ton of sports. So just remind me or how did, how did that work? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so basically the the layout of DTS discipleship yeah. training school is most schools are 5 to 6 months long uh and then 3 of those months will be for the training so it's uh a lot of lectures it's uh just a lot of different classes focus focus on discipling the the students basically getting to uh teach them who God is but yeah. also getting to help them build their relationship with God um, and so that will be three months, and then the second three months will be uh, outreach, and so that will be a, a missionary trip to, uh, yeah, all, all over. I mean, each yeah. different location will then send teams to different locations. So some teams will be sent to the U.S., and then some teams are sent to uh, Asia or yeah. South America or Europe or wherever. Um, but, yeah, because, like, my school then also had uh, – yeah, a focus on sports ministry. Then yeah. also, like one day in the week, then we would be focused on like, okay, well, how do we then bring what we're learning about yeah. God into, uh, yeah, into ministry and how how we can reach others uh, using sports. So one of those days, then we would get to play games, which is great. That's great. <laughs> that's that's just fun. Um, but then also we'd learn about yeah, okay, how we could run. 
uh, different like uh, ministry events, basically. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit, and I want to. I do since we're there. I do want to hear a little bit, a little bit about your mission trip to Uganda, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me a little bit just about your relationship growing in Christ at that DTS. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, so. Of course, I, I I grew up grew up in the church. With uh, having a, a pastor as lucky a dad. you, yeah, lucky, lucky you, me. lucky wow. me, yeah, every lucky every kid, me. yeah, really. <laughs> um, and so I, I grew up grew up in the church, and I I, I feel like I, I always had a relationship with God, but I, I uh, didn't really understand who who He was. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of felt like uh, yeah, growing up. Well, looking back at it, yeah. I think growing up, I I viewed God as kind of being a really harsh like coach, and maybe that's just because I played a lot of soccer or something. But yeah, I, I yeah. viewed him as being someone who's really trying to like just constantly order you around. Go do this, go do that, mm. and uh, yeah, I felt like someone felt like maybe he was someone who was just really angry or very controlling, and if mm. you didn't do it his way then yeah you're out, out on the highway i guess um yeah and i i think a large part of that was was probably growing up in the church uh then i also would hear hear a lot of things of like oh but yeah god in the old testament is the same as god in the new testament and jesus in the new testament but growing up i i just didn't didn't understand that and i i yeah. didn't really believe that for myself because mm. i I felt like uh, Jesus in the New Testament was just this cool hippie guy who's just going around just yeah. saying just love, love, yeah. love. And then then I would go read the Old Testament as, I don't know, a, a 10-year-old. And then you read some of these stories about right. uh, people turning into pillars of salt or people yeah, being, I don't know, yeah. pulled into the ground or something. Drowned into yeah. the Red Sea. I mean, all yeah. sorts of and things. Yeah. So growing up, I, I just didn't really... Mm. Un- understand how you can reconcile that a bit, um, and so I think that's kind of what led to my view of God being more an angry guy. Who, uh, mm. yeah, if uh, if you've fallen short once, then surely He wants to smite you. That's that's kind of how yeah. I felt because I think I saw uh, Israel, who of course falls short of glory many times, mm. and you see how then God is wanting to correct them, and then. Probably as a ten-year-old, then I saw, well, Israel's sinful, and I know I'm sinful, and I'm also broken. Yeah. Uh, so then, clearly, God must want to do this or do that to me as well. Right. And then I kind of saw Jesus as the guy who was just like jumping in front of the bullet and was like stopping God from yeah. punching me or yeah. yeah being the yeah. hero versus the bad God or something, right. the angry right. God. Sure. Um, and so I, yeah, I. I I knew God, but I, I didn't really, I didn't know his, his character. He, he yeah. felt a bit of a stranger or something or a scary figure that I didn't want to really approach. Yeah. Um, but I, I still, I still would, still would, would pray and uh, also mm-hmm. ask for, yeah, his, his guidance. And I also wanted to love others as, uh, yeah, that's, that's the body of Christ. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I, mm. That was my view of God going into DTS, and I also, I, I I knew that I knew that like I didn't really trust in His goodness because mm. I felt like uh, I didn't understand the difference between Old Testament and New Testament, and so that's also what I was hoping for uh, during my discipleship training school is that I could really just get to 
get to know him and get to yeah. really grow an understanding of who he is. Um, and yeah, so then my, my experience, man, I, I, I want to say it was probably like the third or, or fourth day I, I got there then, uh, I, I forget what happened, but I yeah. was, um, yeah, talking, talking to one of my staff members who's there to just help disciple us. And I just remember breaking down and just mm. thinking like, or just saying to, to her, like, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I just don't feel like I could ever be, uh, loved by God. Like I just didn't feel like I, I was good enough or that his love was big enough for me really. Uh, and I remember her just saying like, no, like, don't, don't worry. Like this, this is going to be an amazing time and mm. you, you will discover the love of mm. God that is so much bigger than how we've fallen short. Uh, and so right then already I felt really mm. hopeful, uh, and just excited. I yeah. felt like, okay, yeah, something is, is yeah. going to happen. And then as, uh, as the months went, went by, that's exactly what happened. I I'd say during, during the school is probably the first time where I really, uh, really believed for myself that, mm. yeah, God actually loves me and his, his love and, and his sacrifice on the cross. I mean, just all of it, that his goodness is just bigger than mm. where I've fallen short. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. And that there's just a couple weeks where I just constantly felt like I was being hit by the goodness of, of cool. God. And, that's kind of where my whole world flipped upside down where, uh, in the past I constantly felt like I had to do things out of fear. Like, sure. felt like, Oh, I, I, I can't step on God's toes. I don't want to cross him. I don't want yeah. to do this. Now, all of a sudden that felt flipped where I could just get to do things out of love because I knew, yeah, he, he loves me. And because he loves yeah. me first, then, I get to love others basically. Um, and so that, yeah, that, that changed, uh, just everything basically. And, and during those weeks then, because I felt like I just had a a new life, that's when I was like, okay, well Mm. now that I've really experienced this, like, uh, goodness in my relationship with God, now I want to really go through, through the Bible and get to really, yeah, get to understand more of, who who God is? Who what what is His yeah. character? What is His goodness? I want to understand uh, how He is the same in the Old Testament, New Testament, and yeah, just get to understand that my myself basically. Yeah, um, which then ultimately led to me, yeah, wanting to do SBS, which yeah. is YWAM's uh, biggest Bible school. Uh, okay, it's SBS is School of Biblical Studies and. Uh, I say biggest because that takes place over nine to ten months. Uh, they also have some other other Bible schools that will be three or four months, but this one is yeah. uh, ten months. Um, so that's yeah. yeah. So you go through disciple DTS discipleship training school, and uh, and maybe we'll we'll for now just pause on. I want to ask you about Uganda because yeah, for yeah. people that go into DTS, there yeah. is the mission or outreach, right? Mm-hmm. We call it outreach aspect of it. And that was pretty 
pretty dang powerful in mm-hmm. my in my humble estimation. Some of the things you got to do, some of the ministry that you've done in the four years since you've been doing this, yeah. um, are things in my ministry life I've never done. So I know I always mm-hmm. throw out like, and you preached in the Uganda prison, <laughs> yeah. and were translated yeah. in two other languages that yeah. we. I mean, it's crazy, and you were speaking and preaching to, like, hardened prisoners. And I know I said, we'd wait, but now we're here. We're here. We're we're here. We're not talking about pineapples. We're we're, we're right here talking about it. Hey, that's my son, David Teal. Man, I'm so proud of him, and we have so much more to talk about. So uh, KSLR listeners, next week you can catch part two of this interview podcast it is going to be awesome. Um, man, I just felt the lights turn on for me, and they're going to turn on for you as well. If you want to reach out to him and be a part of his mission team through prayer or financial support, you can email him direct, which is davidtealmissions at gmail.com, davidtealmissions at gmail.com. Teal, you spell it like mine, T-E-E-L. You can also reach out to me, if you didn't catch that, steve at verybold.com, steve at verybold.com. I'll get you that information. I'm excited about what God is doing in him, how God has anointed him, and God has appointed him to go to the nations and to impact lives. And uh, you should be a part of his team, too. It's it's pretty dang awesome. So, hey, I appreciate you all. And just want to tell you, the rest of the interview is coming next Saturday, so don't miss that. And uh, for now, just remember what uh, the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal. Bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates. And email Steve at VeryBold.com. <laughs>